0: This is Ed McMahon,
1: and now here is Armstrong
2: and
3: Getty
2: live from Studio C. Oh, see, You know what it is—a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. We're kicking off a brand new week, pregnant with possibilities. This could be the week you get uh, moved up to the, uh, the corner office. The boss has really recognized your expertise? Or this could be the week you get marched out to your car with a cardboard box. You don't know. There might even be a rattlesnake living under your dashboard. I read about that once. Oh, really? Oh,
1: yeah. You get marched out with your box. You sit there thinking, you know, this is kind of a blessing in disguise. I'm tired of it.
0: Ow! What was that?
2: Then you get bit by a snake. <laughs> you just don't know. But today, we are under the tutelage of our general manager.
1: The Supreme Court,
2: poised to begin a session fraught with controversial cases. It is the first Monday in October, which is when the Supreme Court goes back to work for some reason. Tradition. Not sure, not sure why, but they do. And uh, so last, last Supreme Court session was kind of a snoozer by Supreme Court standards. But this time around, they got a whole bunch of your big ones. Big ones. We're going to do immigration. We're going to do guns. We're going to do gay, lesbian, transgender. We're going to do all the big stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Good. It's very exciting. Well, luckily, Americans that are a particularly harmonious moment where everybody's getting along well and. People are reaching across the aisle, and, and the president's getting along with the Congress, so, so if the Supreme sure we Court, I'll just sit here and then discuss
2: it uh, calmly and then with intelligence. Sure. If the Supreme Court makes a major ruling on something about people owning guns or immigration, people will just say, well, the court has spoken. I accept their verdict. Right. I think that's the way we'll react. Yes. Because- this is our system.
1: We respect it, and we are glad for the wise counsel of the nine. I'm sure that will be the the, uh, perspective. The coverage of the Supreme Court is a beautiful example of uh, media bias, as if you need one, in that uh, every question is viewed from the perspective of a progressive point of view, and all the analysis is about how insane that conservative majority is going to get, which is interesting. How often do you hear about uh, how out there Sonia Sotomayor is, or uh, RBG's actual decisions? As admirable a human as she is, nobody ever talks about that. These people are complete wackadoos who think the government should have the power to do virtually anything it wants. Boo! I say boo.
2: Joe is booing. I'll
1: I'm tell you show this: show up and
2: boo the Supreme Court right there. I'll tell you this: on the eye front, on the impeachment front, taking in some of the news over the weekend, I think the uh, the Trump crowd had a good weekend. Uh, we're gonna have some clips of Rudy for you lately. Later. Um, He is uh, laying out the Joe Biden stuff and an excellent job of muddying the waters and throwing up a bomb. Oh, yeah. What about this? What about that? I don't know if he did more research between last weekend and this weekend or what. But took uh, his medicine. (laughs) Oh, geez. But I thought he was really good yesterday on one of the talk shows. So uh, we'll play that for you later. Let's introduce everybody the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: Uh, good. I was watching NFL football over the weekend, but I was surprised that during, I don't know if it was local commercials or national commercials, I saw um, Donald Trump commercials for re-election for his upcoming campaign. Watching the NFL. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was crazy. It was saying, you know, they couldn't, a big booming announcer voice, they couldn't beat him, and so it shows, you know, Electoral College 306, Trump mm. winning. They talked about him, you know, defending the border and now they're trying to get him out they're talking about the impeachment it was pretty good commercial actually running during an
2: nfl football game yeah
3: in october of the year before yeah i saw it twice That's
2: yesterday it well great. he's got a lot of money to spend we'll go through uh some more of the uh the who raised how much money so, uh info that came Yeah, out. they're
3: definitely fighting back now it's um, a war
2: there is uh positive sean whose smile lights up the room how are you sean
0: doing very well um one of the uh, particular logistical traps that I try to avoid in my life and one that I try to suss out and uh, argue probably to the point of annoyance amongst my friends is the difference between if something is if you like something and if something is abstractly good. Now, this often uh, most came up uh, when my friends and I we were just discussing the movie The Joker ended up being tops at the box office. Uh, I, I, it's been a while since I've had a movie with this wide of a range of opinions, particularly amongst my group of friends, and I kept trying to get past the, well, yeah, I get that you liked it, but do you think it's good? And I would often run into this loop of, of, yeah, uh, yeah, why do you think I liked it? I liked it because it's good. No, no, no. I think those are, those can be two different things. There are a lot of things that I like that aren't good in the abstract like i don't huh. think they should be up for awards or things like that but i like them they're plenty fine I, they're they're perfectly enjoyable it's just something that i uh, it, it crept up on my life quite a bit this past weekend and i find it fascinating plenty
2: fine is how i've been described by uh, many people girlfriends <laughs> bosses you just you're you're fine yeah, you're, you're you're perfectly okay. Your uh, annual review again this
1: year is uh, it's, uh, going fine,
2: <laughs> <laughs> with exactly so that if tone you could of voice. Sign
1: this <laughs> forum and this one, thanks, thanks, and we'll
2: see you tomorrow. I guess. <laughs> there is Marshall Phillips who does our news <laughs> every day. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we got to talk about Mitt Romney. Oh, Some man. burblings about Mitt Romney. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Great White Hope. Um, which would be exciting. Anyway, uh, how are that's you? just fine.
3: How are you, Marshall Phillips? (laughs) You know, I'm in, in a bit of a quandary. It is Monday morning. It is the day of decision. Is it over for me and Scratchers forever? You remember after a recent round of bad luck, I swore that I'd stop buying Scratchers and lottery tickets, walk away from the table, if the batch of four tickets I bought last week were not winners. Right. I came up so far with three losers in a row. So we're you're down
1: to your last strike as they say in the baseball yeah, business. Indeed. And you
2: claim that if you lose you're done with uh with scratching for a long time and you've been doing this for decades. Yes. Yes indeed. I've never heard of anybody walking away from something like this before but uh, the, you Well, know, good for unless you. they've like lost their house and their marriage
0: right. <laughs> right.
1: It's not exactly we're, walking we're away. We're stealing right. from work that sort of thing. <laughs> they're yeah.
2: weak but... from donating blood. Right. Try to yes. get by. Yes.
3: Anyway, I- <laughs> I <laughs> got a week from giving blood. Uh, then, my last ticket. I hold my last ticket in my hand. There it is. I got a winner. Oh, boy. He's oh. back. Oh, that's how they you get go. you. Oh, <laughs> it's
1: it's, it's the, the Lord
2: letting you know that he wants you to continue gambling. Wow, I hope the Lord doesn't let people know things through scratcher tickets. <laughs> Well, well I, just scratch it related stuff. I, just when you thought you were out, they pulled you back in at the circle K.
3: I gotta tell you, it's kind of a meh win. It's only for 10 bucks. So just I'm, enough. I'm not bringing <laughs> right. home the bacon today. Mm. I'm gonna ponder on this for a while, but $10. Mm. You know, you sound to me like a
1: guy who knows you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. Maybe it's even okay. abusive and you know you should leave, but you can't quite get there.
0: Well, yeah,
3: I look on this as a possible sign. I mean, it was a winner. $10.
1: Wasn't wow. much. I'm not hearing love in your voice, right? Uh, I'm hearing habit. What was the
0: cost of that ticket? Uh, $10. Okay. So is that really a winner?
3: <laughs> <It's> a, it, <laughs> That's um, a pretty decent question, <laughs> Let me Sean. check the math. <laughs> let me sit there. In what sense is
1: that a win?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That's a pretty decent question, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't realize I dabble they, in games of chance every now and then. I know the questions to ask. <laughs> I didn't realize they cost that
2: much. $10 ticket, you got $10 back yet. Yeah, Winner! <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of my favorite Las
1: Vegas uh, joke. Took yeah. my Took my blind uncle to Vegas. We set him up in front of the change machine. He broke even. <laughs>
3: It's pretty funny.
1: With with apologies to the blind. Sure you understand the difference. Don't write your angry letter. Oh, go
2: ahead. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, October 7th, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: Here we go, then, officially, according to FCC. This is an official What's Happening in the World inquiry on the Armstrong and Getty Show, and here we go at Mark.
3: A lot of bicycle riders out here, which is neat. I uh, I'm not a bicycle rider. I don't. The reason I stopped is because I became an adult. Like, that was my reason.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, that's just... A random shot at bicycling for some reason on our oh, opening wh- clip. What the heck? <laughs> that was a little joke. Hey, everybody, lighten up. It's funny.
0: What? uh <laughs> you wear a backpack,
3: too? Come on. Be an adult. What are our other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh, U.S. pulling troops out of Syria ahead of a planned Turk invasion.
2: Yeah. Boy, that's a, we, we might talk to somebody smart about yeah. that.
3: Got a second, second whistleblower appearing. The White House is pretty much shrugging it off. And a kid's typical allowance might actually be larger than you think these days. Coming up. Hmm, I want to hear what other people are doing, because I
2: know what we're doing allowance-wise. How does mailbag look? Oh, fine. We have the weekly share of thoughts. Start the week off on a contemplative note, if you're in the mood for that. Yeah, we're pulling our troops out of Syria so the Turks can wipe out the Kurds. Is that what we're doing? Mm, Perhaps. Wow, that doesn't seem like a good thing. They want a buffer. Or maybe, you know, I'm presenting it from an. uh, Maybe I should present it this way. We're getting. uh, Turkey is going to go to war with the Kurds, and we've decided we don't want to be involved in it. Right. Maybe that's a better.
1: Given that our only other
2: opportunity was near perpetual occupation. Mm. Uh, Other option, I should say. A lot of stuff we'll bring you up to speed on if you can stick around to the Armstrong and Getty show.
1: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. So the Supreme Court's back in session. We'll take a look at some of the big headline cases, and all your big, controversial touchstone issues are going to get uh, get get a look this this section of the Supreme Court. Very exciting. I'm hoping for five to four
1: decisions and narrow rulings. I really enjoy that. I enjoy
2: feeling like nothing's been settled and we can keep yelling at each other. With Kavanaugh being the decision maker on each one of them. Oh, and we so all know we can, about him. So we can rehash that. Yes, if he doesn't
1: rape anybody, oh my god, to Democrats. I'm just reminding us of how insane the, the confirmation process was. Now he's actually at work, finally. I would like to uh, grill the... Well, never mind. Why would I rehash this? Why would I relitigate it? I them? don't know. Why would so you? So to speak. Mailbag. Rich in Salt Lake City has helped compile our weekly shower thoughts as usual. Thanks, Rich. Good to hear from you, brother. You could seriously piss off your neighbors if you named your new dog the same name as their child. Wow. <laughs> That'd be something. You know, I what did, a funny thing to do. I, I guess it was a, a co-worker. I was aware of one situation like that, and they said, yeah, it is weird. You know, the, the dog's name is uh, Richie, and so is their kid. And that's just that's odd. Very odd. Time doesn't heal everything, but it sure does kill everything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Time heals all wounds, so then it kills you. Let's see. How about this one? The more you like wine, the fewer wines you like.
2: That's it's kind of sort of true, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting. That's it's 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 kind of sort of true. But before Jack, I liked wine, I would drink any wine. Right. And, and then once w- I got to like wine, yeah. there's much fewer much, I, no, there
1: are fewer wines i'd be willing to drink although i'll tell you this jack in the wine industry your cheap grape juicy gross wines mm. to to a connoisseur like myself are described as drinkable for the mass market mm. well, that's what i'm looking for in a beverage yeah, me too mm. unsophisticated rubes if you don't choke it down it's no good mm. you have to barely be able to tolerate it that's how you know it's great i kid love wine Oh, man. Man, I'd like to be drinking wine right now. Nice morning wine. <laughs> God,
2: we got a great. that's called mimosas? No, wait, that's champagne. Yeah, well, it's, which is a wine. I hate to jump into a, a, you know Rich's shower thoughts, but we got a great one on the text line. Go it's- ahead true laziness and this hits me because I do this true laziness is memorizing how many minutes faster slow your clock is rather than changing it oh yes <laughs> I do that all the time yeah I, I every clock in my house I know okay that one's about three minutes fast so it's actually well, my, my car is a minute behind so right. I got to remember the Rather than changing them. You've got time zones on your property. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My own life. That's hilarious. I've had an ongoing (laughs) argument
1: with myself virtually my entire life. I usually have my watches a couple of minutes fast. I always do. My dad did that, so I do. To help me get places on time or early, even though I know my watch is fast. It works. But I consciously ignore it. I feel like it works. It does work. I feel like it works. I can't quite figure out why.
2: Maybe I'm an idiot. It is... Odd, but I've known enough people to do it that it seems to be a human nature thing to a certain extent. A couple
1: of car-related thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, if humans colonize the moon, it will probably attract retirement homes, as the weaker gravity will allow the elderly to feel stronger. Oh, wow, cool. There could be, yeah, some measure of that. Uh, we have self-driving cars, but TVs don't have a button to ping their remotes. Come on, You're kidding? How? How do? Or, or just uh, locate remote. I'm over
2: here, Joe. Why doesn't that exist? Oh, where you can say it out loud. Yeah, Mine yeah. has a button you press up front. but uh, Your TV does? My uh, dish does, my box. Oh, that's so good. That's the only remote I use. So mm. you press the button, and it goes beep, beep. There it is. It's under the pillow. I, oh, put I the put f- the remote under the pillow. I wonder <laughs> if I have that. Just <laughs> you probably it, Dad.
1: Do. I did. That's how I know. It's under the
0: pillow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you probably do. It's very handy. Man, it's a lifesaver. Well, what? it's a time saver. It doesn't really save your life. I've uh, I've been thinking about this one for quite some time ever
1: since I... Defibrillators. That's a lifesaver. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's a good good illustration. Uh, once fully autonomous vehicles become standard, we'll actually have to leave on time because they probably won't speed for us.
2: God, buddy, you got a guy I work with talking about how he parks way down the street now and he gets up in the morning and he presses his phone and the car comes down the street and pulls in the driveway. It doesn't matter where he parks. Comes down the street, pulls in the driveway, nice. all warmed up to the temperature he wants. <laughs> gets in. Well, I like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, you do, would everybody be doing that like at the Target? Yeah, you're checking out, and you hit the button. And yeah, it'd uh, be like the Uber line at the airport, I guess. It's just
1: everybody's cars you know, are lined up my, for you. Yeah, although, you know, I'd move up, frankly. I'd show up in a uh, you know an old Chevy Nova and drive away in a Mercedes. Could, could, <laughs> does that happen, or what? Or you got to have the fob, probably, Which is the something. nicest
2: car in line. Just yeah, get in oh, that one. Whoa, oh,
1: I've always wanted to drive one of those. Right. Jump in. Goodbye. <laughs> something tells me that... <laughs> I'll have an answer for that <laughs> brilliant criminal scheme of mine. But, yeah. uh, let's this is see. mine now. Hello, uh,
2: <laughs> suckers. I'm sure this is foolproof.
1: I'm just going to use Aileen. Aileen Anonymous uh, writes uh, Hi, Joe. Well, because I go through the emails. Uh, Love you, by the way. <laughs> Love you, Aileen. She's. Uh, she says, I finally found the proverbial balls to leave my husband after 17 years of miserable marriage. Oof. Now that I am single, I realize that the person I am meant to meet would have to be a fag, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Wow. And so she's wondering if we can help set her up. She understands that we're snickering over this because we're not a dating app, but <laughs> she will be at an upcoming A&G event. So I just uh, put
2: out the signals, Aileen. Don't
1: fellows let, will pick up on
2: them. Don't let DJs choose your husband. Come on. Come on. Marshall's News next. <laughs> So this is Supreme Court Day, first Monday in October when they go back to work. And Joe was talking about how the media always um, uh, presents the cases they'll be looking at from a left point of view. Here's a perfect example from the Associated Press running down the list. There's a DACA case on there. How do they, uh, what's their headline for it? Protections for young immigrants is what that case is about. Right. Well, protections sounds good. Young immigrants, I'm I'm pro-immigrant. It doesn't have the word illegal in it or, or anything. Because you could write it, keeping illegals around forever. You could put as the title if you wanted to. Sure,
1: or a controversial program that granted immunity to the children of illegal immigrants or something like that. Well, that would I be mean, if it's...
2: you're shooting for fair. But since they weren't, I'm not going oh, no. to either. Not a bit. <laughs> keeping illegals around forever is what I'll call the case. That's fair. Protections for young immigrants is the case they're going to look at. Well, anyway, we'll go through those a little bit later drives me crazy. I was watching the news coverage yesterday. How I I, I just need to accept the news is what it is. The corporate media is what it is. But it's all so slanted one direction. They have eight guests on that agree Trump's Hitler and one person who's kind of wishy-washy on whether or not he's Hitler. And that's your panel for discussion on every damn show.
3: I'm not a fan of Hitler.
1: We'll now uh, welcome a guy who was a Republican for two weeks, 20 years ago, who says he believes Trump's more Mussolini. (laughs) Right, exactly. To represent the
2: conservative point of view. (laughs) That's incredible. Anyway, news now with Marshall Phillips.
3: On another front, the White House says the U.S. military is moving out of northern Syria ahead of a Turkish invasion. President Trump spoke with the Turkish president on Sunday. He's now tweeting... It's past time to pull U.S. forces out of Syria and to stand aside for an imminent Turkish invasion. The Kurds, the uh, biggest population on Earth without a homeland, they say.
2: And we have, uh, they've helped us out in a number of yep. our wars. They've been on our side and they're really good fighters. And we've uh, hung them out to dry a number of times in the past. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're going to do it again, although maybe a smart person could explain to me why this is the right thing to do. But basically, so Turkey, Turkey's worried about the Kurds carving out a little bit of Turkey for their own land. Sure. And or being butted
1: right up against Turkey and being able to, you know, cause trouble at will.
2: So Turkey apparently announced to us, look, we're going to go in and fight these Kurds and kick their ass and get them out of here. Right. And we're backing the Kurds currently. And we said, okay, we're out then. Do what you got to do. We're not, we won't be fighting. Because we don't want to be at war with Turkey, obviously. That would be complicated. Yeah. Maybe there's no other option. I don't know.
1: Well, Turkey wants a buffer of like 20 miles uh, thick by 300 miles wide. And the Kurds are like, uh, we live here. So no. And, uh, and, and they're going to get it on. Yeah, we'll they're... see how that goes. And meanwhile, you know, the, the Kurds do, are associated with radical groups within Turkey who will uh, commence uh, doing nasty stuff. So, yeah, that could be ugly the, for a while.
2: Turkey refers to the
1: Kurds as terrorists. Yeah, which is it's not, inter- not it's a stretch um, mm. when you're talking about the Kurds in, in Iraq and Syria. But uh, the alternative, and this is why it's complicated, and I'd like to sit through s- seminars and discussions and listen to ambassadors and all, the alternative is a near-perpetual occupation of that God forsaken chunk of the Middle East. I'm not sure I'm in the mood for
3: that either. The attorney representing the whistleblower who sounded the alarm on President Trump's dealings with Ukraine and triggered that impeachment inquiry, telling ABC News he is now representing a second whistleblower who has already spoken with the Inspector General. The attorney, Mark Zaid, said the second person... Also being described as an intelligence official, has first-hand knowledge of some of the allegations outlined in the original complaint.
2: But is this uh, n- new, or is there going to be new information, or is there just another guy saying, yeah, I know that he said what he said, because we all know what he said at this point. Or, or does it go to Rudy going to Ukraine pressuring people, the, the not the call stuff, the other mm. than the call well, yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, other than the call stuff. Right. Is there different stuff that this guy can back up? Because or the call or stuff he might is, just be the right. source of the first whistleblower. The call stuff is out there. Uh, Trump doesn't deny it. Nobody denies that it's there. And we all got to decide as a country whether or not you boot a president out for that.
3: A national nightmare is
2: upon us. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten.
3: All right. I forgot
2: Uh, it was a national nightmare.
3: On another front, a number of Republicans were That's
2: hilarious. Because he said that on what, Thursday? Yeah. That's Chuck Todd from Meet the Press. What a numbskull. A national nightmare is upon us. Said on Thursday, a national nightmare is upon us. I don't. Know, how was your weekend? Did you live your weekend just very nervous and crying and holding your kids because you're living through a national nightmare? It was nightmarish. I mean, if you want to say it's a a, a more complicated political time than we're used to, or something, but you can't call it a national nightmare when everybody's living their weekends perfectly fine. Nothing had no effect
1: on me whatsoever. I played golf with uh, golf with some guys. I beat them all and ended up on them money. That was nightmarish. <laughs> they kept making donkey noises behind me too. I don't know why. It's just... <laughs> Hmm. Weird. I think it got worked.
3: On another front, as for Trump asking China to investigate the Bidens, a number of Republicans like uh, Roy Blunt, who was on Face the Nation, was, were pretty much saying the same thing. Really, he was not serious. I doubt if the China comment was serious, to tell you the truth. The you don't take the president, the president at his president loves No, the president loves to go out on the, on the White House drive. I haven't talked to him about this. I don't know what the president was thinking, but I knew he loves to bait the press. Everybody's
2: saying that, though. So yeah. Marco Rubio said that on Friday, and right. everybody's been saying that since then. Jim Jordan was on one of the right. shows yesterday. Look, it's a joke. He's, he's sticking you guys to make you guys go crazy. He doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, George Stephanopoulos' response was, well, the president said it, and he wasn't smiling, and he hasn't said it was a joke. So how are we supposed to interpret it? Which is a decent question. Oh, yeah. I, I, I understand both points. Yeah.
1: Although I love the idea. He, he just gave me my $50 million idea, a yeah. new Sunday morning sh- a talk show called Bait the Press, yeah. where I just have journalists on, mock them, and insult them. Yeah,
2: exactly. You have a journalist on, and you say, you know, gay people right. shouldn't have the right to vote. then mean, just let them go Don't you them.
1: think? What? Wait a minute. Are you hitting right? Just bait them over and over again.
3: China's official basketball association is halting its cooperation with the NBA's Houston Rockets after a tweet by the team's general manager. In that now-deleted tweet, Daryl Morey wrote, Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. The Chinese basketball association, headed by Basketball Hall of Famer and former rocket great Yao Ming, current communist, said that Morey had made improper remarks regarding Hong Kong. Oh, the Chinese uh, government will apparently no longer be broadcasting the games or working with the Rockets or whatever they were doing over and, there. And I believe
1: uh, the Rockets owner made some sort of kowtowing statement. Is that right, Positive Sean?
0: Or did uh, I, I believe, misinterpret that? I believe he came out just kind of with one of those generic corporate, hey, we're we're, gonna st- we're not a political organization. Right. We're, we're not getting involved in this sort of uh, right. We're not going to talk about offense, how blah, blah, blah. Let's play Kong basketball. should yeah. stand up for their freedom. Yeah. We're not going to talk so, about this that. This
1: is a beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful illustration of it. I can't come up with the right term for it—the Chinese honey trap or the the temptations of kowtowing to the Can Chinese. You order that? Is that number seven? Oh, it's good. It's you had the Chinese honey trap. You get that with steamed rice. Careful, oh. careful. Oh, it's spicy. Um, it, the the temptations of kowtowing to the utterly brutal reprehensible
2: Chinese communists because there is so much profit there yeah so you've got a clear situation where the United States absolutely is on the side of Hong Kong and against China but very few corporations are going to want to make any noise about that. Right to and stand here's an up example for the, right the
1: rights of those poor people who are about to be
2: oppressed. Cuz the NBA has been trying like crazy to break into China, which would be just an enormous market if they became, you know, part of the NBA and had teams and all that. There'd be gazillions of dollars. And they don't want to mess that
1: up. You know what I'd love to see? Maybe this is my new hobby. All of the uh, corporations that make just really annoying virtue signaling announcements and tweets and the rest of it, Um, you know, about American politics, say, hey, uh, you know, these companies who do business in China, you willing to uh, tweet your virtue about the poor people in Hong Kong? Huh? You you willing to go ahead and put that word out? I doubt it. Just risk-free rebellion. That's That's what's popular these days.
3: Quick note in Major League Baseball playoffs, the Braves beat the Cards 3-1. They get a 2-1 lead in their National League Division Series. And the Dodgers took down the Nationals 10-4. They, too, have a 2-1 lead in their series. Game 4 is today. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Once again, I'm not sure anybody
1: can beat the Astros, speaking of Houston. Well, so they're 2-0. Oh. Holy cow, are they good. And the
2: Yankees are 2-0, and, 0, and yeah. they're on a collision course. Where those two teams could uh... Do you mean they have to play each other? Yeah. <laughs> I mean awesome if they both swept though and faced each other. Oh yeah. Battle of the Titans. Um Yeah. Yeah, that whole China thing. That that is frustrating to me. That's that that, that is that is a problem. Um so so many companies make so much money off of China they're willing to overlook the fact that it is an evil dictatorship, including right. the president with last week with his you know, congratulations! To to Xi in the 70th anniversary of the most evil regime on planet Earth. Yes, congratulations. Well
3: done. (laughs) Have you seen Donald Trump? Do you think he should step in?
0: Donald Trump, don't trust China.
3: China is asshole.
1: That's right. He's just, Jack, he's just uh, buttering him up so he can take him down on the trade thing. I understand. And and he's not going to take him down on the trade thing because they're just going to wait him out now.
2: Well, that's part of the argument that the, hey, he was just joking crowd... Was making about Donald Trump when he said, "Hey, China, investigate Biden." Now the uh, the people supporting the president are saying he was just joking. Is that he's been harder on China than any president we've had? Mm-hmm. So do you expect the, the well, China's gonna... is Russia,
1: what she was in collusion with, or was it? I can't remember how that came out. What was the answer to that one? Do you then? think
2: China's going to do any favors to Trump to try to help him get reelected when he's driving this whole trade war thing? Absolutely not. And the next president, whoever it is, Republican or Democrat, almost certainly won't have the balls. To fight this trade war.
1: Yeah, if Xi Jinping was going to be honest, he'd say, not only am I not going to give you dirt on Biden, I'm going to try to put a billion dollars into his campaign account if I can figure out how. I've got Hunter on the
2: phone right now, Hunter Biden. Or or manipulate the news or Facebook or whatever. Right. There's no way China is in favor of Trump staying president. Right, right. So that is an interesting angle to the whole thing.
1: Yeah, and over on uh, Nakedly Progressive Radio, they still are pretending they don't understand Trump's trade war, which is affecting American consumers and hurting them and hurting the farmers and why the president continues this reckless policy. It's, it's impossible to say. It's just, it's stunningly disingenuous. But can you get the Chinese honey trap without peppers?
2: Oh, yeah. Just tell them.
1: Oh, you can
2: tell them medium. Order a medium, Um, trust me me You like when I showed up the Chinese restaurant the other day with my online order, and she said, I don't look at those. (laughs) What? (laughs) Should I not? No, don't order online. Oh, okay. Why do you? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, So we're going to bring you up to speed. The Supreme Court, the latest on impeachment to the extent that there is anything. um, Oh, and here's your question. Here's your question. Which is the
1: scarier headline? China breeds giant pigs as big as polar bears. A pig as big as a polar bear? Yes. As a sweet and sour
2: pork guy. That is very exciting.
1: Jack always looking at the bright side. That's what I love about you. (laughs) Or, is this a scarier headline? Scientists implant false memories. Oof, that's the scary one. Yeah. Unless you're being eaten by a giant hog. Yeah, but
2: you could take that memory out, and I would never even remember being attacked by a giant hog. But what if it just eats you? Well, I'm out of luck. Right. Um uh yeah, so are. we'll get up to speed on all this stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: to play bass watching YouTube videos of John Lennon with the Dalai Lama.
2: Oh, 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 oh,
1: yeah. No, no, we don't want to go there. Talking about the Dalai Lama doesn't go over well with the
0: Chinese. The, the, the what? Look, for this movie to really make money, we need to make sure it clears the Chinese censors, you know? We want those Chinese viewers. Aw, seriously?
3: Well, you know what they say. You gotta lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so wow. apparently South Park had an entire episode that specifically targets the whole China and how they control sports and entertainment and businesses in this country, which, China is asshole. which we were, were just talking about. It's why the NBA is uh, saying, oh, no, 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 we can't have anybody say anything anti China pro Hong Kong, which is a troubling situation to be in. since yeah. They are by far um, our biggest rival on the uh, on the planet over the next century.
1: Right, right. The uh, one of the owners of the New Jersey Nets, who is uh, one of the co-founders of Alibaba, the Chinese net giant, is speaking out, uh, saying, "Shut up." This is about Chinese territorial integrity. So we'll we'll get to his comments. But you dance with the devil. The devil doesn't change. The devil changes you. And we are absolutely dancing with China right now. In a huge, huge way economically. And you're seeing people debasing themselves and trading away their principles uh, to make money off the communist Chinese. And it's, you know, it's, it's a little tough to take. I get it. Uh, you know, if, if the Chinese said, hey, we love the Armstrong and Getty show, we want it on in China, do us a favor.
2: Steer clear of this. We're going to pay you this. $50 million you're going to be on in every city in China. Right.
1: I tell them to go to hell. He says, knowing it'll never happen. But but
2: Marshall can't mention anything in the news about the Hong Kong protests. Right, that's it. That's all you have to avoid. Boy, boy, when you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you put it that way. That's why it's, 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 well, it's the Chinese uh, honey trap. I would be making the argument to me, my wife, to you, to everybody... Look, it's $50 million. This is life-changing money. Exactly. I could rail about how Hong Kong ought to be free all day long, every day for the rest of my life. It wouldn't do any good. And there's plenty of news outlets that are talking about it. There's other news to coverage. We just won't cover Hong Kong. Exactly. So there you go. Then I've compromised that. Stop uh... looking at me like that, kids. Stop (laughs) it. I'd absolutely make that deal, by the way. (laughs) If the Chinese are listening.
1: Couple of stories from the world of science. Uh, we'll we'll get to the gigantic Chinese hogs in a minute. Um, they're just they're they're trying to rebreed a particularly yummy sort of hog um, so that it's over eleven hundred pounds. That's a um, big pig. Yeah, I know. I, I was a little confused by this at first. I'm not exactly a uh, a, a, a a a swine expert. You're not. <laughs> no. Um but I saw a a pig at the Kansas State Fair I think it was uh, a number of years ago, that was twelve hundred pounds.
2: Oh yeah, a boar, uh, like a big boar. Uh, I don't know about a giant sow when they're uh, when they're pregnant, and everything like that, But they yeah. they get that big.
1: It was one of the most astounding things I've ever seen in my life. It it couldn't really stand up for
2: very long. It was so huge. So is their point in there? All their pigs would be that size because all pigs are certainly not a thousand.
1: Well, well, they're, right. They're trying to get them bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh they have a pork shortage partly because of the whole tariff thing, and so uh, they're they're breeding swine that are as heavy as polar bears, which is a heck of an interesting headline, although essentially it's just super big pigs because they want more pork, Mm. and so do I. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, But to me, the more chilling-slash-inspiring story is one about the use of optogenetics, they call it, where light is used to control living tissue. And this scientific team used this technique to teach Birds, simple songs they'd never heard before, by selectively activating specific neurons in their brains, huh. they effectively implanted false memories. Now, the uh, we could dis- we could go ahead and deal with the chilling part of this. Obviously, you know it's it's straight out of your various uh, futuristic uh, dystopian movies and novels where. Um, you know, humans are, you know, bred in the lab. They're blank slates. They're implanted with slavish uh, devotion to the government and, 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 you know, whatever false childhood you want. And then, you know, turned into slaves essentially. Um, but the interesting part of this is, um, the study is helping the scientists learn more about vocal learning and language development in, in the human
2: brain. So are you just saying then that, so in a similar way, if you just repeated a story over and over again pretty soon, it's like a memory to me? Like I remember it? Yeah. So that's yeah. why dictators do what they do? Yes. Or politicians do what they do, or whoever right. does. Or, or, you know, Coca-Cola does what it does. But this
1: goes straight in your brain. Usually these, they're dealing with birds called the zebra finch. Usually the zebra finches learn songs from uh, their fathers, the the dads or the music teachers, apparently. Um, and they memorize the note and practice tens of thousands of times. Hmm. Um, in the new cases, new melodies were, or in these cases, uh, new melodies successfully introduced without any parental input, just using the neurological stuff. And they think they might be able to help uh, kids and people with language problems. Or uh, neurological problems, learning speech, or, or you know stroke, and that sort of thing. Well, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, maybe. It's a long way off, but it's it's pretty interesting. So whether you know you think this is horrifying news or inspiring, I suppose it depends on your worldview.
2: Supreme Court is back in session. A number of big cases on some of the biggest issues in America. We'll run through those coming up.